at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. And the final 2021 NASCAR season's over. And welcome aboard, everybody. Got shot down Mark and Kyle Magnum over there. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Rowdy. Uh, it's another night for all you fans out there. It's time to get our Rowdy on. Uh, busy weekend of racing all over the U.S. Uh, Kyle, busy in Pennsylvania with Mahoney Valley and their season finale. Rowdy, you and I were down in the third track in Charlotte covering the world finals for the Dirt Guys. And out west in Phoenix, NASCAR put on their end of the season finale. We have an Arthur West champion, a Trucks champion, an Xfinity champion, and a Cup champion. And we're going to talk it all about that tonight, aren't we, Kyle? Yeah, pretty good racing in Phoenix this weekend. Really can't complain. Uh, yeah, Mahoney Valley fall brawl um, happened. Uh, Brian DeFebo won, but we'll we'll talk more about that with the modifies and stuff later on. Um, hoping to go to BAPS this weekend. Hopefully get down there. And, uh, yeah, you guys are at Charlotte. Um, had some surprise winners. And, uh, yeah, it was a really busy weekend, and we still got a lot to talk about tonight. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Now, guys, if you've never been to the world of outlaws on dirt, uh, especially at Charlotte, they put on a heck of a show. And, you know, Eric and, and everybody there, you know, at the uh, hospitality tents, Randy LaJoy, I mean, Randy puts on He's a pretty great. good spread there. Well, you know what? It's because he married a great wife. Uh, she is such a great hostess. We just, uh, Rowdy, we, we ate and were fed well and uh, entertained. And uh, Eric Haley at the Charlotte uh, side, thank you so much. We appreciate it, gang. And uh, the LaJoys, all of them, who uh, put together a great little uh, two-night feast for us to be able to kick back, warm up, and enjoy until our bellies, Rowdy. And we appreciated that. Great stuff, great sausage, great meatballs. Great barbecue, great ribs, whatever we had, it was really great. So, uh, Kyle, looking forward to you being able to join us next year. And, Rowdy, let's not forget, next year we got that extra day at the finals, remember? Yep, they're going to give another day. So, We're going, uh, starting it on, going to start it on a Wednesday instead of Thursday. Hopefully the weather's going to be more cooperative. But, you know, Friday got rained out, but they show had her own time come Sunday. Mm-hmm. It went uh, through smooth. I mean, that the action there never stopped. There wasn't no – when it started, what? it was precise. Yeah. In and out, uh, in and out. The only time track uh... – Racing stopped was uh, to give that track a little bit of moisture, a little bit of work and adjustment. Uh, uh, you, you do need to keep it dirt track a little bit prepped. That was it. Otherwise, there was something going on all the time uh, Friday and Saturday. Instead of having the uh, 
they had to qualify everybody on top of that, which they newly usually do on Thursday, guys. So it, it made for a big difference. Great show. They ran it smoothly. Everybody, I think, was very happy. They made adjustments as they needed to make them. They were the right adjustments, and I was so glad we we're there. Kyle, what about Mahoney Valley? Let's before we move on to Arca, let's. Get... And our yeah, good buddy Dino. Uh, the fall brawl. I did see Dino. Got my EMPA dues in, and uh, you know it was a good day of racing. You know, good weather, 50 degrees, sunny. Actually, I think it was 55, but uh, still a nice day out. And, uh, you know, Brian DeFebo won the modified feature while Matt Hirschman is at Caraway Speedway for the North-South Shootout. Um, Earl Paulus won the uh, Sportsman modified feature. KJ Gersky won the uh, Street Stock 50-lap feature. I'm not sure who won the last one. Did see the results. I just didn't look at all of them. But uh, other than that, you know, good week, good way to end the year there. I'm glad they had a rain date and they ran it this week. And uh, like I said, hopefully get to BAPS this week. The last 410 sprint show in Pennsylvania for the year. And then uh, after that, I don't know about, I don't know about Wall, the Turkey Derby. It doesn't look really, really good after that. But um, we'll see. You know, you never know what will happen. I know the indoor races are in January, and that's coming up pretty fast. So um, that's kind of what, what's kind of circled right now is to get into those, those indoor races and, cover them because I've never well I have covered those races in the past just not for under the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media banner well uh, Kyle 2022 is here man it'll be snuck up on us before we know it I'm telling you I can't believe this season's where we're at now Rowdy Kyle uh, say goodbye. We saw the last of those race cars probably ever yesterday. And I was surprised how many. Hendricks built one or two new cars yesterday for that race, guys. And they're never going to use that car again. Uh, I think, you think Rick's going to give Kyle that, that car for a little extra trophy benefit? Uh, I would say it'd be a valuable piece. <laughs> oh yeah, and a rare piece eventually too. So the Arca Arca West finished their season out there, guys, and uh, that turned out to be a real show there with uh, Ty Gibbs winning the race and uh, Jesse Love winning the title. But uh, Kyle, let's talk a, a few minutes how Jesse Love he won. That was in a type. Of, is that correct? Yeah, it was Jake Drew, and uh, we all thought Jake Drew won the championship, but uh, the lap wasn't over yet, and uh, Jesse Love got around <laughs> Trevor Huddleston on the last lap and got back to the finish line and tied with Jake Drew. So um, I know that's probably, you know, some some fitting uh, way to end the year. You know, there's some history between the two, and uh, Jesse Love goes back-to-back in the Arca West, Menards West Series, so... Um, I know Phoenix always has produced an interesting uh, title fight, especially with all the drivers that were in it. So uh, definitely an interesting race. And uh, Ty Gibbs goes out a winner in 2021. So I've got a little soundtrack of Ty. Let's let's listen to Ty after his win. And I I would say probably is, uh, I mean, do you see Ty coming back to ARCA? Anybody unless no. it's just to practice? Not no. at all. He's probably on Xfinity. 
Yeah, he, Ty, I, you know, uh, outstanding season. Yeah. Um, every time you strap into an ARCA car, maybe just go over uh, how the season, um, the success of this season, and then uh, capping it off with a big win today. Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ first over all this. Um, you know, overall, you know, what a great year. Uh, I would never have thought I could reach you know the wins I've had. Um, you know, it's been a it's been a really big pleasure to run with the Jacob Drayson ARCA crew and all the development that they've put in. So it's been a, it's been an awesome, you know, pleasure and be able to run the next mini series and win. And it's been, it's been, you know, mind blowing. I feel like you could say, you know, my expectations going and I don't even know what the expectations are. You know, it's just been, it's been awesome. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do with all, with all everybody's help. Thank you, Ty. If you have a question for Ty, please raise your hand and we'll get you a mic. Start over here. Hi, Ty. Michael Manny, NAZ Today. How would you describe what this year has been like with, uh, for you with all of your success in ARCA plus the four wins you, you were able to amass in Xfinity while getting to do it for your grandfather's team? How would you describe how this year has been for you? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, like I said, it's been, it's, been, it's been a pleasure. It's been so awesome. And to be able to drive for you know, my, my family's team, it, it's, been so, it's so cool to work with them you know, in and out with my dad and my grandfather and you know, everybody, my mom and uh, it's been it's been awesome, and you know, to be able to have 16 wins in one season is just mind blowing to me. And you know, I, I wouldn't be here if it's without everybody's help. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's been great. Any further questions? Go in the uh, back left there, Jonathan. Thank you very much, uh, Jonathan Field, theracehacks.com. Uh, Ty, just after a season like this, uh, what does the off season look like for you? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like uh, for me, <clears throat> I think I, I've definitely know no stuff I need to work on. I feel like just taking a little bit more time to just you know kind of zone out of the whole social media group. Just kind of just take time off and spend it with my family. You know, I I, I have a bad habit of going on you know social media a lot, even if I'm not posting anything. So I got you know a lot of stuff going. on. I just want to be able to kind of you know kind of break my my you know. I don't know. I just don't. I just need to take time off and go ride my mountain bike and hang out with my dog and go hang out with my family. Maybe go skiing or something. I like to. I like to go to Colorado. So some some fun stuff. Any other questions? All right, fun stuff. I'd say distancing <laughs> yourself from social media would be a good start. Yeah, you get up on those mountains, you can get away from a, a few people because nobody's going to be able to reach you if you're. Your condo's far enough away. Uh, yeah, he, you can tell he's young. He wants to go snow skiing. That'd be the last thing on my mind right now, and I snow skied. The mind is willing, but the knees are weak, guys. But uh, what a what a change in that young man in just this one season, would you say? I tell you, it's incredible. Uh, I mean, we've seen some good drivers come through, but uh, he really – set a standard for the Kyle, he really set a standard for the next developmental driver in that car. Had a really good season. Uh, Four wins in the 54 car, uh, winning his Xfinity debut at Daytona Road Course, and, uh, you know, wrapping up the market championship, you know, 10 wins. Uh, Big year for him, you know, the best car won. And uh, going up to Xfinity next year, I'm um, going to probably be a, a title contender, you know, along guys like Sam Mayer and J. 
Justin Allgaier, just to name a few, Daniel Hemrick again. Daniel um, Hemrick, so, yes. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, so he'll be up against some some heavy hitters next year, and I think Xfinity will probably be competitive once again. Uh, we got a, a, a clip here from Jesse Love, the uh, ARCA West winner, and uh, we're going to play it, guys. Thanks, Roddy. All right. We are now joined with the 2021 Arkham and Art Series West champion, and that is Jesse Love. Uh, Jesse, um, may just start off with uh, talking about that race, but especially that last lap that, that locked up a uh, second consecutive championship. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I'll try to make my interview a little bit more human, or, uh, normal than Ben Rose. But, uh, <laughs> it's a high bar. No, I mean, it was, it was overall just a stressful race, I think. Uh, we weren't where we needed to be. We uh, had an Elmore for this race, so a new motor. and just I don't know why, but it just had no fuel pressure half the lap every time. So uh, we thought we got it fixed uh, at the break, but we didn't, so that made matters worse. Um, and it would be really prominent and really bad on restarts. So um, that was probably the most stressful part. But after that, the uh, 22 came by, and uh, we didn't know that he was for position, or at least I didn't even know he was back there. Um, and after that, I was just trying to get to the nine car or the six cars bumper, and uh, we got to him. I didn't want to didn't want to move him because we hadn't really raced like that all year, but uh, just packed his left rear enough with enough air to get him up a few lanes, and we were able to go on our way. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a big believer in God, and I think that uh, something was telling me just to keep keep pushing the whole time, and it uh, paid off. Thank you, Jesse. We'll uh, take a couple questions, start right here with Kathy, and then move to Justin, and then Dustin. Congratulations, first and foremost. Um, can you describe that final lap when you saw that Trevor was slowing down? Was anybody screaming in your ear to just keep going and hit the throttle? No, my uh, spotter's Brandon Lines, and if anybody knows Brandon, he knows that he don't yell. So uh, Brandon just kept a cool, cool head, and he told me that what I needed to do. Uh, and once I got to uh, got to his bumper, because uh, we were cutting the dog like every lap, so it was kind of hard to judge where we were going to come up alongside him. Um, but we were, you know, kind of getting better as the laps went on there, because the motor would keep would cut out less and less as the laps went on. So uh, I knew what I needed to do. Uh, they communicated with me that we were minus one, um, and we were the only ARCA car, ARCA West uh, driver to win uh, two races this year uh, that has been running for points. So I knew that we would win the tiebreaker, um, and I guess that's uh, obviously what paid off. Go up here to Justin. Uh, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Uh, first off, congratulations. Um, two questions. Uh, tell me about that battle with the six. Did you expect Trevor to race you a bit harder considering the nine uh, you're battling for the championship and was this me? Yeah, I think that that's something that you're just going to expect out of the out of the gate. Um, but uh, I had raced Trevor really clean all year. I mean, I had raced everybody really clean all year, um, and I don't really expect that too much from Trevor. I know that he was going to race me hard no matter what. Uh, but when I did get to him, I knew I had to, you know, he wasn't going to right hook me or nothing. But I knew I had to get away from when I got to him um, and just use my momentum to get by him uh, cleanly with uh, no no hitch ups. So. Um, yeah, obviously I was expecting a little bit more of a fight, but I knew that uh, I was going to get to him and that I was going to get by him. And then a few laps before, you had uh, you were kind of stuck in the middle of that three-wide battle and then uh, made contact with the 08. That seemed uh, a little scary at first. <laughs> You're telling me. I mean, it's, uh, it wasn't the greatest feeling. Uh, you know, I know uh, Caleb pretty well. Um, obviously, he's from North Carolina like me, so or living now, so... I wasn't expecting him to uh, do that. Obviously, it wasn't on purpose. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do something like that on purpose. Just obviously, um, 
he was a little bit off the pace. So I'm sure we just came up a little bit quick. Um, and I think it was the 25 on the inside. So um, I thought that there would have been a little bit more give and take there, given the situation. Um, but, yeah, we got squeezed and uh, knocked my toe out a little bit. So that kind of made matters even worse <laughs> after that point. So uh, we had a few points during the race where we had contact that we couldn't really control, uh, and that just kind of, you know, made it even worse. So that with the motor and then with the toe getting knocked out, I, I really was not too sure how it was going to end up, and that's um, where everything kind of just came on the table. We had to drive the heck out of it. Were you expecting heavy traffic coming into today's race, considering 34 entries on the list? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a ton of ton of cars, um, definitely the best field I think we've had all year, and I knew that I had to uh, be good through traffic, and I think I was, but, I mean, like, some some of them you don't really know where to go, and I don't mean to knock on anybody, um, and everybody has a right to be out there, but it was just hard to judge where they were going to go uh, when you were going to get to them, so... The closing rate's really high, and I think I'd been pretty good through traffic all day. Um, but we, you know, when we weren't, I think we had about two to three hitch-ups. Um, it, was, it was pretty prominent, pretty big. But it doesn't. Yeah, Dustin Albino, JC.com. Jesse, compared to last year, obviously this year there's four or five guys realistically that could have won today the championship. How much more stressful was this year's battle compared to last? Um, I think that I was a little bit more calm this year than I was last year. Uh, just by, you know, being there once, you know, we can do it once, you can do it again. But at the same time, you couldn't get complacent. Um, and, you know, there is a little bit of a fear that you're not going to win the championship. Um, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Your uh, fear is kind of what keeps you from not getting complacent. So, um, and I was I was confident. I was definitely more confident than I was last year. Uh, but we unloaded off the truck just not where we needed to be. Um, and we needed a lot more speed. So uh, we fought uh, pretty hard with just being too free all day long. Um, we had a little bit, obviously, way different motor package than we've been running all year, and um, some different different things in different areas that was new to us uh, for this race. So uh, we knew that we were, I thought we were going to be better than we were, um, but we definitely fought some some uh, some ill handling issues, and then with the motor. And uh, I didn't want to get too in front of the nine car. Obviously, I mean, we got spun out by him at the All American, and um, you know, again, not a knock, but just that was a circumstance. So I didn't want to get in front of him. Um, if I didn't need to, and I just tried to stay good to him all race. And then when the 54 got a, got ahead of everybody, then I was trying to catch him. So uh, I don't know, Phoenix is kind of hot and cold for me just because two of the four times we've been running for the championship, so it's uh, hard to run well doing that. And how soon after you took the checkered were you alerted that you won the championship? Uh, the ARC official Chris Wright, uh, Chris Wright came on the radio and uh, let me know that uh, we that we should go the front stretch or the back stretch. So um, I kind of had an idea at that point, and then I was obviously looking at the scoreboard. I knew what the situation was, so I knew that we had won the championship. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, your nerves are still a little bit up there. Step here, Noah, and then come up in the center. Noah Lewis, TSJ Sports. Uh, Jesse, we had you in the studio a few weeks ago, and you talked about how you felt very confident and not much stress going into this race. Did that remain true as you were strapping into the car as well? And then also uh, in that last lap, what was the spotter communication like when, you know, and what was your feelings like as you knew you had to get around that car? Yeah, so I, I guess I was definitely not, uh, you know, nervous or anything coming into the weekend. Obviously, there is a little bit of a fear because if you care about anything, you're going you're gonna to care about it and have that emotion a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I was really confident in the work we put into the race, um, in my work, you know, day in and day out. So I wasn't too nervous about anything per se. Uh, but just, you know, obviously when we unloaded, uh, you know, way too free and, and not having the security in, uh, that obviously got our attention and, and that made it matters a little bit, uh, 
a little bit more nerve-wracking. So um, how to manage that. And then um, obviously when the motor problem started to take place about 10 laps into the race, um, that's really what got my attention. Um, but at the same time, I knew it wasn't going to come easy, so we had to just stay with it and, uh, you know, not get overwhelmed by the situation. So I feel like we've done, you know, well at that all year. We've only run, a, you know, I think nine races with Arkham Menard Series West, and, um, you know, three of the races, you know, we've had mulligans. We've had to, you know, run through it and uh, get get through it without letting it affect us too much. Like we had a right front flat lead in at Vegas. Sonoma, we broke a rear gear, and we got spun at All-American. So we've had to work through a lot this year. Uh, so that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't nothing. We'll come up here. Luis Torres, the podium finish. Of course, over the past couple of years, I've seen you grown in the competition and all. I remember after the World Series of Asphalt when you had that hard-fought battle with Stephen Nassi. They uh, you had you felt disappointed about coming up short. As the year went on, I've seen you have grown quite a lot. Do you think with this championship, maturity has been key to lock it up this time around? Yeah, 100%. You know, there's a lot of uh, ways where it's easy for a driver to kind of get spun out mentally. Uh, and, you know, we had obviously a lot of those situations happen throughout the year, but especially tonight. So um, had to, you know, keep a level head and uh, definitely want to get the championship. It's the certain. Is this the third straight year in a row the 16 team has won the championship? You have been a part of the last two. How amazing is it to do it for Toyota? And on top of that, you were able to accomplish your national ARCA win for Venerini. Yeah, obviously that, uh, you know, to touch on that, you know, obviously it's my last race for Bill. Uh, obviously with him moving to Chevy, I have no plans to do that. Um, and I want to stay with Toyota, so that would probably be my last run with Bill. And uh, I remember going to, going into his shop when I was like 15, no, I was like, and then going walking back in when I was 15 uh, to run a car for him was really special. So to win, um, you know, both championships and the seasons that we ran for him means a lot. And like, like you said, winning for Venerini was, was big too. Uh, obviously, it meant a lot to, to win kind of everything everything I ran this year, uh, whether it be the super late winning in that, uh, the National Arca Series and the West Arca Series and that um, road course TC America GT World Challenge stuff I ran too. So, uh, that definitely kind of put the cherry on the cake, or on the cherry on the, was it cupcake or something? Milk, milkshake? I don't know. What do you put a cherry, cherry on top? Yeah. Uh, whatever you put a cherry on top of. But uh, definitely meant a lot to get it done um, and wanted to obviously validate my season. So I thought after I won the race for Venerini that that really validated my season. But uh, you can definitely say it, that it for sure is now. Wow, Kyle, that was a very, very interesting uh, interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was saying that's oh. the way Jesse Love did it, guys. <laughs> you know, Rowdy, uh, much like Ty Gibbs, uh, Jesse uh, grew up a lot this year, too, uh, not only on the track but in his interviews. And uh, I think we're going to see uh, – if he can keep the funding going, I think we're going to see a lot from this young man in the next couple of years. What do you say, Kyle? Yeah, I think he has some talent. And, uh, yeah, I think you'll see him moving up here shortly. I uh, don't know what he'll be doing, but uh, I think, yeah, you'll see him definitely progress and, you know, try and uh, make a career out of this, you know, only being, what, 16, 17 years old and uh, still having his whole life ahead of him.
and he wants to be a Toyota driver, evidently, because uh, <laughs> just like you said, Bill TRD. McAnally's group's going Chevrolet next year. So, TRD blood Mipkins means what you say. The um, only thing about that, guys, is there's not that many seats available when you don't have but seven, <laughs> six to seven Toyotas in the field. <clears throat> That's right, and. Uh, that means there's only so many seats even in the truck and the Xfinity programs. So uh, uh, where do you slip him in and where do you make him move on up? Uh, Gibbs Racing uh, has a problem, guys. It's a good problem, but it's a problem nonetheless. Uh, I, I think we were poking out doing the post race uh, with Ty Gibbs, and we were listening to uh, his father, and they said, we didn't expect this. We didn't plan for this. We weren't ready for this. Uh, where are you going to put Ty? Who's going to move out of the way in the Coupler Series for Ty to come through in the next year or two? Because you guys, he's coming like a, a bowl in a china shop right now. Well, I know Denny wants the championship before he gets out. But you know what, guys? All racers don't win the championship. Mm-mm. Ty, you know, Kyle, Rowdy brought up a, uh, a good reasoning scenario earlier this year about who would be the first of the four drivers in Gibbs' organization to possibly step down. Uh, and he said, uh, Kyle Bush. And after we talked about it, he explained his reasoning on that. It was really hard not to argue that fact, Rowdy. Uh, how long has he been doing this? He was in NASCAR at 16 until they changed the rules and made him sit out a year and a half until he could come back at 18. Uh, he's been full-time, basically, in NASCAR over 20 years now. I, I could see him wanting to pack it up and uh, possibly go and have fun and entertain us all on that uh, the Super League model circuits uh, around the country, Rowdy. And, He's got ba- think, Baxter. Yeah. Baxter's coming up, so. Mm-hmm. Brexton. Is it Brexton? I Brexton. With all the, yeah, with all the children these cup drivers had the past couple of years, I have a hard time keeping up with it all. But, Rowdy, I, I, after we talked about it, and it wasn't that long of a discussion, but everything just kind of made sense and fell into place. And what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, a lot of good things happening, it sounds like. Well, guys, uh, like Mark said, there's a, a dilemma there, but it's a good dilemma. Martin Truex still got a few years in him. <laughs> Denny's crack up at, uh, what was Ooh. that, in Martinsville, <laughs> he looked like a deer under headlights, guys. I'm telling you, he didn't take that well at all. No, no. And, um, and, and you can't blame him. That's just the way it is. Uh, there's a competitiveness and spirit in these guys that uh, very different from other athletes. Uh all athletes play hurt, but these guys play hurt a lot more than uh, the other athletes do. And uh, sometimes it's detrimental, sometimes it's not. But 
with the way the rules are nowadays, and uh, you can't have a substitute driver for a racer, so it still makes the chase. You know, it makes no sense to go out there and be hurt and drive, does it? No. But, uh, guys, you know, uh, Finn Rose is the uh, NASCAR Truck Series winner. Uh, he's the champion. And uh, that's uh, he put on a heck of a show. Rowdy, Kyle, you know, we, we listened to and watched enough truck races this year to know that Ben Rhodes' name was always being mentioned for a good part of the season in the top five running. He was always up there. He didn't win the most races. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. But there probably wasn't anybody as, as consistent maybe as that Rhodes team, uh, Rhodes team was. And uh, uh, they, because of that, they won the championship. And then we moved to Xfinity. Wow, Man, that was that really. I, <laughs> I didn't expect that, guys. I really didn't. I don't think a lot of people. And and, to, and finally, to finally get your first race win, Rowdy. On top of that, Kyle, uh, I saw Daniel Hemrick win his first late model race at uh, Plymouth Speedway. Plymouth, Indiana, third of a mile, semi-paint, Dave's Oval at the time, about an hour from my house. We went out early spring. Ann was with me. Uh, big field of cars, uh, and he beat uh, a lot of the, uh, the area's tops, and nobody knew who this kid was from North Carolina. All he was was a young man from Kannapolis, and boom. Look where he's at now. He's the Xfinity champion. We've watched him all these years. I watched him move up from the late models and on up. Trucks, Xfinity. He finally got his chance. And I'm really happy for Daniel. Well, it's a pleasant surprise. It's not who I expected, but and Kyle knows my pick. But, hey, congratulations to him. And then we're going to move on to to the Kyle and Kyle show. I'm telling you what. <laughs> P.A. Kyle, Kyle Larson. I, I think I'm, the best thing know, that happened to him was the 2020 season when he got ejected. Because he come back winning up. like a champ. Well, he got all that dirt out of his system last year. I mean, Kyle, what did he take? Uh, $250,000 out of Pennsylvania alone last year in sprint car racing. If it was a big money race, Kyle Larson was there and he was winning the majority of them, wasn't he, buddy? Yeah, he won a lot of his races in Pennsylvania. And, uh, yeah, I'm sitting out that whole year getting signed by Hendrick and winning 10 races in the title. Uh, kind of surprised that he, he did win the race. You know, I know it's on his best track, but uh, that pit crew – uh, pulling off the stop of the year, getting them out mm-hmm. first, getting them the lead, and leading mm-hmm. the final 28 laps uh, propelled them to the championship. So, um, yeah, we had one. We we finally had the best car win a race or win the championship for that sake. Um, honestly, I thought John Hunter Nemechek had the best truck in the truck series, but uh, I know it cut tires, kind of put him two laps down early in the race, got a lap back, didn't get back on the lead lap till about 50 to go, 
Um, just ran out of time. Uh, finished seventh behind Zane Smith and uh, Ben Rhodes. And, uh, yeah, also, you know, Cindric, you know, barely missing it by that much. Um, you know, Hembrick did what he had to do. And then, uh, you know, like I said with Larson, you know, it was actually what a surprise is uh, Larson led the most laps in the race was 107. So, um, yeah, they just lock it up, win the title, and, you know, the season's over. So, uh, Martin Truex Jr., you know, and, and, you know, the thing about the whole race was, you know, Larson didn't have the best car. Um, you know, I thought the 19 maybe was a little better at times, the 11, the 9. Um, there were times in the race where they showed strength. But uh, that five was just, you know, hovering around the top four all day, and uh, they, you know, got him out front when it mattered and went on to win the race. So, uh, yeah, the comeback is complete, and uh, the five team is champs, and uh, Hendrick has won their, their another championship. So, you know, not nice way to cap off the year for Hendrick Motorsports, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully you guys will be at the banquet here, hopefully shortly, or Rowdy will at least. So, Kyle, do you know how many races that uh, Kyle run this year, total dirt and cup? I, I don't know off the top of my head. But, 87. Um, you know, he did. I did. He raced I'm 87 a- races. Okay. Okay, you know how many he won, Kyle? How many victories did Kyle win this year? I don't know, 25? 29. Okay, it's close. Four different All you, he went from dirt. He went to dirt to road <laughs> course to oval to short tracks. He conquered a mile. Right. Hey, both, I mean, really, that's pretty impressive. Here. He's raced 87 <laughs> races. And you know, hey, you what, know what? his wife shotgun 29 beers at 29 wins. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, what's that winning percentage, Kyle? I don't know. I think it's a third. That's thirty plus percent. So, right. uh, wow, that breaks right up there with baseball guys. If you're a three hundred hitter, that's only thirty percent of the time you get a hit up there. So, uh, he was doing even better than that. Wow, it was quite the uh, quite the championship weekend, and I think Phoenix is slowly. Uh, changing maybe some people's minds on where the championship should be held every year, but rotated. I, I think it needs to be rotated some way. And uh, Rowdy, you and I have been to Homestead, and uh, we'll be out of Phoenix one of these days, guys. You know that. Uh, and I'd like to experience championship weekend out there, but somewhere warm, and that's what they need. So uh, uh, it's worked out well. Ed, the racing was exceptional this weekend, wasn't it? I mean, it was good racing. And could that be because they allowed them to have a practice session? I think so. Practice is everything, guys. And it's got, with that new car, they're going to have to absolutely let them practice. Mm-hmm. You, would, you would suspect, but NASCAR has their own little ideas sometimes, and uh, that's to be determined. But I think the practice in all those divisions was a big, big reason that uh, their racing was so good, and, and they better look at that closely and realize it. Well, did you see where Speedway Motorsports bought out Dover and uh, Nashville Speedway? That's fine. Oh. 
Now, are they going to go in and ruin those two tracks now, too, by changing them, guys? I hope that. Well, that Nashville scares me the most. The Nashville was a a big success. I don't know how you can go and change that. Well, so was the previous Atlanta track and Texas and Vegas and uh, all the other tracks that uh, they just can't seem to keep. So if you go on to Atlanta Motor Speedway, you can see the progress of that track, guys. Pretty impressive. At 28 degrees, I said it last uh, uh, Thursday night about this. I mean, you it's day-by-day updates on what's being done there. It's going to well, make you know for a fast speed, race. You know how much speed that's going to allow them coming off the corners at? I mean, when they repaved it all so many years ago, remember what happened? Uh, they were shooting at 200 miles a lap. Same thing at Michigan when they did that. Uh, Michigan being a little bit bigger, but guys, Atlanta's only a mile and a half, and what's the record there? It's what one ninety-seven, one ninety-eight, something like that. Ridiculously fast speed. Well, Atlanta's been noted for fast speed in the early years. As the surfaces aged, they slowed them down. it did slow them down, but I think the racing got better. There's some drivers out there who are going to be really sad to see the, the, the readjust to Atlanta Motor Speedway, and there's going to be a lot of distractors who are just going to be happy as soon as they finally did, it, did something. But with this new car coming out, guys, lots of ifs this next season coming up. Lots of ifs. That Coliseum race is going to be something to uh, – to maybe catch, and, and maybe it won't be such a, uh exhibition after all. It'll be a true test for those race cars. Uh, I hope it works. <laughs> I hope it works. Well, if if it's anything similar to what we saw at Bowman Gray, Rowdy uh, and Kyle, uh, when uh, Junior and uh, Burton tested those cars there, uh, there is hope. There is hope. I've got a Ben Rhodes uh, press conference, but it's 19 minutes, guys. We could listen to some of it. Uh, as your producer of the show this evening, I guess that's your decision. You know me. I'll go with anything. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I'll do whatever. Oh, or we can, hey, we can let this be the last thing we do and just let it play out. Or do we bring it back Thursday or play part of it tonight, bring back the rest of it Thursday evening and talk about our adventures at the racetrack this weekend? We have too many options there, guys. Rowdy, play it. Let's go with it. No, uh, we'll, give our comments after, we'll give our comments after. Okay, we are now uh, joined by our 2021 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series champion, and that is Ben Rhodes. <clears throat> uh, congratulations, Ben, on this phenomenal night and this phenomenal season. We'll get right into questions for Ben, so if you have one, please raise your hand, and we'll get you a mic. We'll start right over here. Uh, David Swope, ESPN Radio Albuquerque. 
Uh, we talked yesterday um, at the media uh, event. You seemed awfully zen then. Um, is that what kind of you're, you're using to kind of get yourself to where you were? Uh, you seemed real patient out there. Had 10 laps to go, all of a sudden you had all of this uh, uh, ability to just drive up. And uh, I thought a few more laps, you might drive all the way to the front. Uh, talk a little bit about that evolution. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more zen now, thanks to my good friend, Bud. Um, let me say something here. Libations are good. Championship's awesome. And this is going to be the weirdest press conference ever. You know what? Here's what I got to say. What was the question? So, okay, wait a minute. I know what the question was. It was, how did I get to, okay, so here's how this happened. My crew chief gave me this uh, adjustment with some colder, with some lower air pressures because I said, hey, this isn't going to happen. I can't win the race the way this is. They're beating me on the restarts. He pumped me up, didn't work out the second stage, took me back down. So I watched Zane Smith and all these people drive away from me. I'm freaking out on the inside because we had radio issues and I couldn't talk to them. So I'm like really angry. I was pissed, pissed. And let me say something. Right, I got the mic so I can say it anyway. So, I was pissed. And here's how this went down. I said, Zane Smith, this is checkers or wreckers. I'm going to blow the motor trying to catch you. <clears throat> and I made it up to him because he had some lap traffic and then everybody, I thought I was, I thought I didn't have any tire left because I was um, sideways after every corner. And then, wow, the mic got out loud real fast. I was sideways after every corner. And you know what? I had some tire left. Those other people started slowing down. I said, wow, this is crazy. So uh, I passed him. Sheldon Creed tried to get all, you know, funky with me. And I said, ain't happening, Mamma Jamma. Bye-bye. Went around the outside in the resin. And I said, goodbye. And then I, was thought, I thought I could maybe catch the 52 if we had more laps, but I wasn't worried about it. Third place is cool with me because I had the championship. And, uh, wow, I talked really fast there. And I said, you know what? Championship's cool. <laughs> Hope I answered that question. I'm, I'm pretty zen. Thanks, my good friend Bud. Thoughts and prayers to our transcriptionist. For this yeah. We'll go to Bob. My wife looks really embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? We're champions. Yeah. Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. Like we've been in here for the last hour talking. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm so glad you didn't pick me. Yeah, talking to people about your patience, and it sounds like you weren't patient. I was patient, Bob. All right. Wait, like, don't, don't keep Were you, you? You've been talking about taking risks and everything over those last forty laps, but were you? Were they controlled risk? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so here's the deal. I could feel the weight transfer, and I knew what we had going on for rear springs and everything we were doing for the front springs. So I said, okay. Here's how I'm going to have to drive it. <clears throat> I was trying to keep balancing under control, trying to, you know, basically keep my everything loaded up that I wanted loaded up. And, you know, I was I was driving to the saturation point. That's engineer speak now. I didn't know that. from I'm from Kentucky. Not everybody has teeth. Wait a minute. That's not a good representation of Kentucky. Everybody has teeth in Kentucky. We drink fluoride in our water. Anyways, <clears throat> here's the deal. I knew that I had to keep certain elements of the truck loaded up and I had to do some uh, quick thinking. 
Yes, patience. That was what you was asking. So patience. Yeah, I had patience tonight. There were certain times that the non-playoff drivers were pretty much going to wreck me, and I had to back out. Sheldon was trying to take a spot for the second stage win, and I backed out going to turn three. It was like, what? what, what he was third. It was third for third points, which doesn't matter. So I let him have that spot. It was, we were racing for second. And then the 18 on a restart, I think at the eight, end of stage one, was pretty aggressive. I was like, all right, you can have that. <sighs> the bud is amazing tonight. So here's what I'll say. I had patience. And I also got really aggressive when I had to. You know, it's a good night. It's a good night. We got a question in the back. We'll stay up front to Jeff, and then we'll go to the back. I went to this place called The Barn tonight. They gave me, like, a ring and stuff, but I couldn't keep it. And I asked the bartender, I said, can you make me an old-fashioned? I'm from Kentucky. I like bourbon. She didn't know how to make an old-fashioned. It's unfortunate. Okay, question in the back. Hey, can I do one first? Oh, yeah. Hey, Jeff Gluck, how's it going? Hey, good, good, good. Um, do I need oh water? My God. No, I like to put the bud. The bud is good. Okay, I'll drink water. I was cramping earlier. So, like, you know, six years ago when you came down to North Carolina, um, you know, with the, the JRM stuff and it was like Ben Rhodes, Hot Prospect, you know, and I think by now you thought you would be in the Cup Series and all this stuff. And this necessarily isn't necessarily how you thought your career was going to go, but here you are. You're, you're still only 24 years old, Truck Series champion. It's from everybody, like Bob said, we talked to, you're, you've grown on the track, you've matured. Um, what, how do you view your career now at, at this point? A lot of bubbles in this. Um, so, Dasani Water, Jeff Gluck has bubbles in it. But here's what I'll say, but but um, Jeffrey, I okay. When you're the young guy trying to come through the sport, you imagine yourself being that Cup champion at age 18, right? So you kind of set like these unrealistic goals. But I'm so happy with where I'm at. I've got so I, look Duke and Ronda Thorson. I wouldn't even be racing right now if it wasn't for them. They're amazing. I owe everything really to them from anything that I have going on in the sport today. So they gave me my big break. They gave me my opportunities. I'm here today because of them. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going anywhere unless they tell me, you know, they they don't want to race anymore. Unless, the, unless if Thor Sport doesn't want to race or they don't have space for me, whatever, I'm racing for Thor Sport. I love the team and love the environment. They've been awesome and the way. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think I said that before, but here's what I'm gonna say. Thor Sport is super, super, super stable team. Um, they've had Menards forever. Duke's amazing. He's given me so much advice. We uh, started a paving company on the side because Duke and Rhonda, you know, obviously they have Sealmaster, and I've been seal coating and stuff, just like Matt Crafton has. And I've got so much mentorship where I'm at. I love it. Um, you know, I couldn't ask for better people around me. So uh, it's like a family. One big family in Ohio. It's just a five-hour drive for me up the road, and uh, I stay up in Kentucky. I'm kind of the outsider. Thor Sports the outsider, so we're like a match made in heaven, and I'm loving it. All right, so now we know what Jesse Love meant by his is going to be a little lighter than Ben Rhodes. You know, Raleigh, uh that's putting it mildly. I don't know about lighter being the correct term, uh, more uh, understandable. Uh, Benz was excited. You could tell. Uh, he's a young man, uh, the first time in this position. It was a little 
goofy at times, it was refreshing also. Uh, it, it was it was just nice to hear his voice that he was. He was ecstatic. He was happy. He knew he was a champion, and he was just letting it sink in, and he was trying to do his best to explain it all to us. As crazy as it may have sounded, it was good. (laughs) Well, it was real. (laughs) Yes, 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 it was, and we don't get that hardly anymore. Uh, and if anybody, Kyle, what did you what did you think, Kyle? You're much closer. You're much closer in age to Ben than Rowdy or I, and that's one of the great things we like about you is your age. So, what, what what's your feeling on uh, the the Ben Rhodes interview? Sounds like he was celebrating a little too much, but um, you know that happens, and you know especially when you're in a moment. And um, yeah, it was good for him. Good for the Thor Sport Bunch, their first owners championship. As well, and um, yeah, good good night for them, and they got the job done. They got the job done, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I uh, I like the fact that you know he was very proud of his home state, Kentucky, and uh, he wanted a good old old fashioned, and uh, hey. Got to love the kid, and uh, sounds like maybe he got one along the way, and I'm glad he did, but that was one of the better interviews we've had in a long time, and and I couldn't help. I was giggling the whole time throughout. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I was, I, All right, Ronnie, you, 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 you were just like me. What about you, Kyle? Did you get a laugh a little bit, too? <laughs> was yeah, like I said, we always, uh, we always get like that, especially, um, like I said, when we celebrate. And uh, when we do something like that, and uh, you know, like I said, big night for Thor Sport Racing and the 99 team. And uh, yeah, Ben Rhodes uh, definitely earned it. And uh, yeah, looks like they'll be back next year trying to defend the title. Good for them. Kyle, what you got to close us out tonight, man? Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, maybe we'll get the BAPS on Saturday. Don't know yet. That's still five days away. Uh, after that, I don't know. But, um, hopefully, uh, you know, happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. I think we have a show Thursday night, but, uh, it'll be that day. So, uh, yeah, good that, uh, NASCAR's over with. We get to get a little bit of some other time now to cover some other races, and, uh, we'll just go from there. All right, Chi-Town, what you got? Well, thanks, Rowdy. Um, big weekend. Uh, we say goodbye to the, uh, the old cup car, and we're bringing in the new one. Uh, we crowned four champions this weekend in Phoenix. Uh, that was fun. That was big. That was Ben Rhodes. Loved his interview. Guys, that was, it, yeah. The, the the enthusiasm, the exuberance, the youthfulness, it was all there. Uh, it was nice to see somebody so happy he couldn't hardly contain his thoughts, and he tried to get him out as best he could. Kyle, glad you got to see uh, Dino and, and the Mahoning finale this weekend. I know you had a good time, uh, Rowdy. Same with you and I in uh, the dirt files at the dirt track in Charlotte. Thanks again to Haley and Eric uh, in the hospitality group with Charlotte Motor Speedway. 
takes a lot. You both of you, you don't know how uh, accessible you made it for us and how easy it was for us to sometimes get our videos. Uh, and a big shout out to those LaJoys, Rowdy. Uh, they've been taking care of us for a few uh, events there now in the past few years. And uh, that's one of the things we look forward to as much as anything else is what's Mrs. LaJoy going to feed us this year? So, uh, again, it was good. Thank you. Uh, good spending a, a race weekend with you, Rowdy. we got to get Kyle there. That's a, that's a no-brainer. Uh, and Kyle, uh, thanks again for tonight. Rowdy, thanks again for tonight. Till Thursday night. Let that light shine bright, bright, bright. We'll see ya. All right, guys. Hey, we, we got that one down. We got the Dirt Nationals out of the way with the Outlaws. Hopefully, I got the NASCAR Banquet 2021 coming up in Nashville, end of the month. And then we're going to roll on to the Snowball Derby. Derby and baby. And could and, Kyle, uh, Kyle, could Kyle Larson be at the Derby? Uh, I, I have no idea. I making a presence and just kind of hanging around, Rowdy. Uh, that, that's very possible. Uh, and maybe... And maybe that other rowdy guy will decide to come on down and play with the boys again this year, too. So announcements are always coming up. Uh, the season for NASCAR has finally finalized. Uh, so I think we'll start hearing maybe some names. Maybe Justin Marks or Justin Marks. The Marks and uh, uh, Travis Braden will get together, and I'll go down and uh, try to run the Derby this year with uh Sponsorship from the Detroit fellow, and uh, what else we got? Lots of announcements. Just lots of announcements. I just have a feeling they're going to be coming our way. So, Rowdy, thank you again. Kyle, thank you again. Great stuff, guys. Thursday night will be here before we know it. We have a lot of fresh things to talk about. We're out of here. It sounds like that music's playing. All right, Rowdy. <laughs> 